Welcome everyone to VR Jungle, a Havoc podcast. Today we have Joel, or a lot of people that would know in like the social media scene or even on Discord is Ruck Up VR. Um, there's a lot that he's doing and way more than I could even explain because how much he's doing in VR. I mean, I can give a little spiel of like, you know, um, selling stuff for headgears, you know, making games, just making content. And so if you want to take it over there and really get into depth of all the stuff you do, because I think there's even more that you probably do, right? Absolutely. So um, basically what I've uh, kind of gotten into VR a little later than most people. I want to get that straight off the deck because yeah. a lot of people have been in this game for years, absolutely years. And I actually just kind of started just after Christmas or before Christmas of last year. Okay. Um, what I did was I got a, I got two headsets that I was going to give the family for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I know this is a little bit of a spiel and a, a rant, oh, you're but good. I think Go it ahead. kind of fits it perfect. Yeah. Um, and what I did was I got them for Christmas, but then I was like, oh, I want to try them because I've kind of gotten into it and I want to know what it's all about. So uh -huh. I opened them up and I just went crazy on them. And I just fell in love the sec second it was in. Oh, yeah, that's everyone's story. And then, <laughs> well, exactly, right? And so when I started, um, there was a couple avenues that I wanted to go with it, especially because I felt the immersion of what VR actually really was. Um, and as we were talking about before, I did a little bit of podcasting. So I liked the whole doing something like the, the content creation or whatever, and again, the back, behind the scenes stuff, right? Yeah. And so when I started doing that, again, because I for the whole two years I did do podcasting, I was kind of feeling a niche for something. Yeah, and yeah. so I just started making videos back again and I enjoyed doing it. And I think that kind of got me back into the, the, the love for being in front of the camera and just kind of doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I found that the community itself is something that is a lot better than I have ever seen in my life i think that there, it's very i don't want to say forgiving yeah it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's at the same time it's something that i think that is very uh, i can't even think of the right word for it but it's like it's humbling because everybody wants to be a part of something and there's no people stepping over you to get it yeah whereas we were talking earlier about the podcasting it, it felt to me it felt like there was somebody trying to always step over top of me mm -hmm. and i couldn't i just couldn't handle that so um, I sat down and I thought about what I wanted to actually do in the VR space. And I've thought of just not just content creation. I wanted to do a lot more. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to really get immersed in video games and, and the games itself. And I also wanted to see what the business side of it was. So I started, uh, we, me and my wife, we started a business a little while ago and we had 3D printers. Mm -hmm. We got yeah all this other stuff that we make other stuff out of other pro products mm -hmm. and then i saw decals on vr headsets and right away i was like that's cool like that's something i want to do yeah. so i started making decals from decals it turned into uh designing my own game and then from there it turned into accessories and it's just gone from there it's just every time i have an idea spiral uh, with it, it <clears throat> yeah go, yeah exactly i'll go do it 
but um, it can be pretty costly. So, oh, so yeah. I got to make sure that I'm doing the right one, right? Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, that's kind of what brings me up to today. And I'm just, I'm loving the community. I'm loving the space. I think that, um, I think it's great. And it's just interesting to be in. Yeah, and I definitely know what you mean when you're talking about, like we were talking about how sometimes people aren't always the greatest people that they perceive to be in a community that we live in because, you know, especially the the new, the the new really old content creators, they have such a huge following. They could, you know, no matter what they do, they're not looked at anymore as like, oh, they messed up. It's just like, oh, that's just him, whatever. Uh, he makes good yeah. content. And it's like me where it's like smaller people come in they look at me and they're just like, ah, oh, you're nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So now, like I even told you, like I wasn't even going to do this for a while until like I started just like asking everybody. I wasn't just going for devs anymore. I was going for uh, people that actually played the esports team, the people that like you that are just everywhere in VR that need a voice as well, unlike the devs. And like, of course, I love doing developers as well, which you fit in there as well. Um, just like letting like the smaller indie game people, because I think in VR, a lot of people are just all – indie unless you got bought by facebook or you have resolution games behind you like sometimes and so i'm like yeah let me give you an opportunity to talk about your game instead of just going on some browser that because if you if you have anything in app labs if you don't have someone or are a really good following on social media uh, oculus does not show you they you have yeah. to be searched you have to have a discord they do not put you in like a an app lab section there it that does not exist and, and, that and blows I, my mind. I, 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 it blows my mind too. I could not agree more. And, and I don't understand why. Uh, okay, so a couple of type topics here. A, triple A titles, right? Everybody's talking about, oh, we need more. We need more. We need more. Yeah. Do you really want more? No. <laughs> that, 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 I think that's where we need to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to start with the indie developers and really build up what VR is. Because um, there are some amazing, amazing developers right now. They're, these games aren't going to blow your blow you away with graphics, but the game playability, the the the, the different storylines you've never could ever imagine, yeah. are being created right now, and we're overpassing them. And I know one. I remember I uh, I did a post a little while ago, and I was talking about Half Life Alex. I swear to God, if I hear Half Life Alex one more fucking time, That's my head's going to explode. If you talk anyone about, especially PC VR. It, what's your favorite game that plays PC VR? I only got it because of Half-Life Alex. That's all you hear. I definitely agree with you. Why? There's so many better games. Like, <sighs> and, and I think that people miss, like, and the other, the other one is, is it free? Well, yeah, it, there's no, there's not all games that are free, mm-hmm. but you can go into app labs. You can go into side quest. Yep. Side quest has some great, I remember I bought a game for two bucks off side quest. It was the most bullshit graphics I've ever fucking played, but yeah. I loved the game. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I think it was a great game. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the Indian developers, they get shafted every time they don't get the recognition they deserve. No, I definitely agree. And like, that's why, um, side quest has done a really good job of developing their tools. And yeah, they do show, app lab stuff too because they they actually give them that front and center page that oculus is not doing and that's why like i felt like uh there was a, a vr headset that was going to be based off a of side quest where i thought it was going to be the pico neo but is it not going to be i thought they're they now switched so they're going to have their own store um, yeah but i know i thought there was one in development with side quest because it's it is really a good thing uh for everyone you know 
I agree. Uh, because a lot of times Oculus has been getting so hard with just getting your game into App Labs. Side quests, like why wait? Get your alpha testing, get your beta testing, just get people's opinions off of that because a lot more people use side quests than they think, you know? Yeah. And I know people are like, well, you have to go and you have to become a developer and then you have to put your thing, your Oculus in development mode. Okay, that takes 30 minutes out of your day. Um, it really is not that hard. I, I literally was talking to a kid that was – probably way under the age of the, uh, <laughs> the limits of being on an, on an Oculus. And he was talking all about these side quest games. I'm like, oh, so you figured out how to do that? And he goes, yeah, just yeah. watch the YouTube video. I'm like, yeah, these kids are way smarter. You know, think they, you know, <laughs> they came out of the womb with the, with the, with the, an app, you know, an Apple for something or an Android yeah. tablet watching, you know, Cocomelon and YouTube like this, <laughs> like just zoomed in to their freaking brains. Well, exa exactly. And I think that we have a lot of different options. We don't just need to go with what Oculus or, or Meta has given us. Exactly. Um, I, I think that um, Meta has to really be very careful because if they don't market their stuff properly and they don't start letting a lot more apps in there, mm -hmm. um, the other headsets are going to blow them out of the water. Yeah. And people don't, people, when, when Meta raised their prices $100, do you think people care about 100 bucks at the end of the day? For a, for, a, for a piece of hardware, like a gaming talking, console? Though. It was definitely talking thing, and it really, I mean, it did piss people off because... It did, what, what but it sales showed, also went up. It did, but you know, what, you know what it showed people, though, is that they own the market. 100%. That's all that meant. Yeah. They just literally took out, you know, metaphorically, just know what I'm talking about, and laid it right yeah. on the freaking table and said, come at us. We're not going to lower yeah. the price until someone starts developing something. I don't yeah, and. and the, no, I don't, I don't either. It's a good business move. Yeah. And I think that when they were, because they need to make a bit more money, they do. And they need to put it well, back into more R&D. You know because why the R &D they lost money, right? Well, yeah, but. <laughs> um, XR, but I, uh, let's want to get to XR. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, I think they're, they're doing what they can. Um, this isn't their only baby, right? So they, they have other projects going on, but. I think they just have to be careful because other people, like you said, other companies are going to come out with their, mm -hmm. their head, version of the headset. Hell, maybe I'll do it. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter who, doesn't matter who does it, but somebody's going to come out with another one. It's going to be an Android or something comp comp compatible yeah. where you can get like, go on to Google and download all your games too. Mm -hmm. And then what are you going to do? Then you're screwed as a developer because, well, not as a developer, you could develop anything and throw it onto, onto VR. So I think Meta just has to be very careful um, and do it right. That's all. Yeah, and so what's really – the only thing that's really holding people back from seeing other companies doing it is because they're waiting for Oculus to make the all-be-all headset that's going to take a little while to have any more advancement in technology. They're going to they're gonna re reach a point within the next 5 to 10 years where that's going to be what it is, and, and then it's basically going to be an Apple iPhone model. They're going to change a chip here and there every year, but it's going to be the same thing. That's yeah. all it's going to be. And so basically these bigger companies are going to be like, okay, that's a good point where I think we can now take all that idea, make our headset, put our name on it, uh, maybe make a new library which I hope not because all these other headsets and competitors, they always make these exclusive things, and I hate exclusive yeah. games. I get why you do it because, you know, like PlayStation's pretty good at it, like the Iron Man, stuff like that. You know, it was, a, it, was a, 
it was a marketing thing. But let's not make something that's a triple-A game like another, like a, a Battle Royale Call of Duty that's only for PlayStation. I think that yeah. would really piss people off, especially with how VR is. I don't think it would touch the same as as the console wars and the PC wars that have been going on for, the you know, since early, you know, early 2000s, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see I, how it goes. I, I agree. I think that all VR should be cross-platform mm-hmm. with other type of VR headsets, obviously. Yeah. But um, but like even for like when, when when me and the kids, we put on all, all of our headsets and we play um, Rec Room together. Like that, one of the kids can be on um, on the computer and we can be playing on the headsets or whatever it may be. That is probably the most fun that we have, being able to actually do that type of uh, integration with the rest of the family that may or may not have headsets or friends or wherever they may be, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's really good. Um, I I wish more games were like that. But then again, also you look at the flip side and you think, well, then that opens the doors for a lot of other things. So it's Catch-22. Yeah, they made that uh, app that you can actually play with people that are sitting in your in your room and you're like chasing like you're throwing stuff at a giant that's in the yeah. VR headset um that's a pretty cool one i think um another really fun was is like just like getting people interactive and like reading like i was in like some group of people like uh just hanging out with them that are really uh introverts that they don't really are explosive you know they're just kind of nerdy yeah, yeah. type people yeah. to themselves and next thing you know this kid was like hey let's uh who wants to not blow up and, and uh, you know, stop a bomb? <laughs> Next thing you know, he has this huge manual. We're flipping around, trying to make sure we yeah, didn't explode. Yeah. Like, if you're doing this, you're doing that. And and so there, there's, you know, there's non-AAA games that are good for, you know, because any more board games are not always the greatest anymore. You, can, you know, yeah. unless you're like me where you even, you know, you, you're from the 90s and you're like, cool, board game. That's fun. <laughs> but at the same time. Yeah. Where's the future going yeah. yet? So we'll oh, see yeah. how the headsets go. But, you know, Oculus is planned for the next, you know, they're about to have stores like an Apple store where you're walking in and seeing five different headsets that you can purchase from. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know if that's a smart move. I think it's weird because everybody's getting away from stores right now. So it makes you wonder why they're starting to open up a store. So it's interesting. Everyone's going online, right? So it's interesting to see that. I wonder if they're competing with Amazon. So... I think the only way why their store will work is because they'll have gaming rooms. Right. Where yeah. they might even have competitions where they might actually host local tournaments of people that are, you know, might be well known in the area or something. I mean, they got something back behind. But then again, Facebook, you know, hasn't been making the greatest business moves lately, you know, no. especially with um, changing at the meta, the whole entire shift, like, completely crushed their stocks for a hot minute because people are like, what in the world is this? Um, yeah. And then uh, Horizons is not doing too good as, as of right now. And then they had to raise the prices, obviously, because the XR thing is going to be another yeah. five years. And a lot of investors are like, hey, you need to start giving us money or we're pulling out. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, I wonder, too, like um, with XR, I, I, was just, I was surprised because I – thought that was going to be really close in the future i honestly really did i would i I would put money on it to be honest with you i would have bet on it for sure 10 to 1 but it definitely is not going to be a thing that's that's interesting yeah i just don't think there is enough people out there to develop xr yet i think that 
they have the technology to bring it forward. But I think that when it gets built, like what, what are you going to use it for? You know, what's, yeah. what are you really using XR for besides really high level technical jobs where you're actually trying to teach someone how to do something? Um, you know, yeah, I think for the gaming community, I think it's pretty limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there was a horror game that was uh, actually a video that was that, that was kind of filmed in a guy's hallway and the the apparition or the ghost or whatever kind of flowed through doorways. Uh-huh. So stuff like that would be cool. But in real life applications, I mean, you'd get like electricians being able yep. to use it, uh, plumbers, yep. um, people that people that would actually use it in their fields. I could, I could see that being a huge thing. And I remember, um, uh, oh, what did he say? I think it was, um, I can't remember who it was. I think, I think it was Zuckerberg, but he said that if I can get uh, productivity up 5% by giving one one company these, then their productivity is up 5% of a uh, $500 item or whatever it may be. Yeah. And that 5% could be thousands and thousands of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. You can go in with those headsets and outline all the electrical fields in the wall and you'd be like, I'm done. Like it, there's a lot of, lot of potential for it in the gaming community somewhat but not not, not yeah, the business side i think the only thing that ever be used for is like in person two room scale events like you know right. where you have this huge blocked off area that's open and um it had to be like some type of war paint you know like almost like paintball but with it where you could actually see things flowing through um yeah but yeah, it'd be interesting on on what they really want to do for the gaming stuff. But it seems like with their next headset that it's not even going to be tailored to gaming anyways. I don't know if people will use it. Um, I could see them taking that as a higher, more powerful uh, PC VR connection where they might just use it for PC VR and just use it for the graphics and that's it. Um, right. Because you don't need the store and that headset. You just need Steam and a, and a you know link cable. That's all you need. Um, yeah. I mean, that's basically what people do with uh, their Oculus now because PC VR, if you don't want to spend another $1,000 or $1,200 on, on a PC VR headset, then you just take your $400 Oculus and you're, you're still getting 120 you know, uh, frames. And that's if the game still allows it in the PC VR world. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was funny. When I first hooked my uh, Oculus, uh, the headset up to the PC, I was blown away by what it could do. I yeah. was like, this is a whole nother world that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And going into Steam VR, like you could literally, you could, you could be lost for days or years. And it was just something that I, I didn't even think of because when you first get meta or you first get the quest and you put it on, it's very like linear. This is meta. This is what you get. This is our store. That's it. Shut yeah. it down. But then when you start Googling or you research, you're like, wait, I can plug this into a computer? No way. Mm-hmm. And then you plug it in and it's just like this whole nother world. And we're, like you were talking about before with like um, the side quest, like knowing that you could have, and now side quest is side loaded onto the headset. So you don't even need a computer. You can just download whatever apps you want. And that's just mind mind boggling. Yeah. And it just opens you up to another library and, and uh, there's some really good games that just haven't been given a good chance yet, you know? Um, I mean, that's where, I mean, there's still games out there that still are brilliant games that still have not got full attention. Like Grapple, uh, Grapple Tournament was a great game. 
and yeah. it was like a very cartoon Halo-esque. You had uh, spawn areas for your w weapons. They had a really good grapple gun that flipped you around. And not only that, but whoever developed the AI in that for the bots, like, good congratulations, because I, when I was playing there and there was just not enough people to uh, come in to do a match, I played these AI, and it was playing, it was like playing real people. Yeah. That's how intense yeah. it was. And I'm just like, they they didn't miss, they knew how to jerk around, they, they even grappled. They weren't just like, oh, boom, you're dead. They were actually maneuvering yeah. like an actual human. I'm just like, okay, that's that's something I have not seen yet. No, that's rare. Mm -hmm. That's very rare. Especially a lot of the shooter games. And I think that with a, I think that's something that a lot of AAA titles don't even think a lot about is the AI. Mm -hmm. I think they spend a lot of time on the graphics and, and on the characters. And yeah, of course they're going to make the NPCs as real as possible or do whatever they can. But when you're playing against AI, like you just said, you really know this is AI, this is a person. And I, yeah. I'm not saying the AI is at the point of reality yet, but not, not that, but you just, it, it doesn't give you the same immersion in the game because now you're just like, I'm just playing against bots. Yeah. And that's kind of a down, that's a Debbie Downer, right? You're just like, I don't even want to play anymore. And then somebody else joins the server. Yeah. So I, yeah. And that, that was where the downfall of uh, um, uh, Large Knots was, is that yeah. um, you had people you played with, but you'd have these bot lobbies, and they never changed it, and nor did their bots ever get any smarter. It was just like, it was just like you knew when you were going against bots because it was very straightforward, and all they did was laser shoot you the whole entire time. It was just like, it's not fun. And, and that's why I'm really interested in uh, um, Ghost of Tabor. I've had him on um, the podcast um, uh, Scott from from uh, from uh, Combat Waffle. Wow, that took a lot to remember all that. Um, <laughs> so his game is uh, going to have its own units of AI as well. That if you're going out, it's really late at night. Like you want to go in the loot. Like you're just not going to be in an empty lobby. You're going to be running into these AI that apparently what I was told, you know, that they're going to be high level things that are, you know, if you're in a certain area, they're going to go higher up in level. So. And yeah. not only that, but they're gonna be like decked out in armor and stuff. So I'm, I'm. That's one game that I'm, I'm very excited to actually see how those AI play against. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna get to the point where you're not even gonna know the difference. I give it ten years. Give it. Oh, uh, maybe years. not even ten. Five years. I, I'll I, give it five years. My range is always five, ten years. When I talk about like what's gonna be like really getting kind of nutty, um, especially with other technologies coming out. You know, you have Elon Musk you know, even making his Neuralink, like how tied yeah. eventually will VR be to Neuralink where it's going to be like that, um, uh, black mirror episode where they literally just yeah, like, yeah. put something right here in their chip and they're like <laughs> in the game, uh, doing all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's probably not far off. Um, but I think that it's going to be hard, especially for you where you have a lot of in the esports environment where, Sometimes you don't even know if it's a human coming into the game. Mm -hmm. And that's that's going to be something that I guess the esports community is going to have to police a little bit more because it is very easy to kind of swap in a AI if you want to rank up some points there, right? Yeah. I wonder, yeah how, how long until – because right now they have basic uh, downloadable cheats where obviously you have – you can just – I think there's a cheat out there right now that was going around contractors where you literally headshot everybody. Um, so there's a yeah. lot of people that are putting anti-cheats in. I know that, um, that's one thing that Scott's working on is putting an anti-cheat on. 
and there was another game recently that had to literally shut down their servers for anti-cheating. Um, they shut it down to fix. And I, for some reason, why do I want to think that it was like Zenith, which isn't even esports, but something was going. Some weird game just had yeah. to cheat and they had to shut down their stuff. Um, but I think a lot of VR is going to get smart into understand because they run programming in the back of it that can see things now uh how hard is it to you know like you said download an ai based off of your ip and your computer and then just run it all night long and let it play um because there's like games back in the day that like destiny there was some um a game i used to play all the time used to go into uh uh one map where you had to verse all these people well you can literally leave your controller there and you never time out you just jump in constantly it goes to a constant loop obviously huh. you piss off people because you're just standing there but you're going yeah. through all this loop and you just get um whatever however far they make it and people would sit there for hours on end just collecting all the stuff and it yeah. goes unnoticed because you're not cheating and or you know they didn't they didn't remove it out of the system to not kick you out yeah dude i i my age <laughs> this is definitely going to show my age um socom the original for playstation yeah, no. where you could grab a grenade and you could throw it across the map and it would kill the entire team off the first shot and it was it was something we would always do we just hey watch this yeah <laughs> it was the, one of the first online games and it would just be, blow everybody up and you'd be like just keep doing it but that's the thing too is like uh and they never fixed that but they didn't because the map was so small anyway they didn't think of the logic behind the throwing the grenade and what's going to happen if people just threw it over and the spawn points and stuff like that but nowadays um like even like battlefield and all the all the newer games coming out like people are they're spawning they're they're hacking the system as much as they can and throwing in as much cheats as they possibly can but i just don't know i don't i don't know where i where it's going to end and I know that uh, there's a lot of different programs to help deter that and detect it, but then there's always going to be somebody who figures yeah, out a way around and it's it. Like, and I still, to this day, like don't understand why people do. I've never in my life, even for fun, because I know some people get on, they stream, they do it for fun. Like, hey, this is what I look like with cheat. But uh, what's the difference of you like m moving some of those hacks and still keeping some of them on? Like, you you yeah. know how to do it and it's just like i would never have fun to go in there you know sometimes there's some games that i suck at and no i don't go out of my way to uh find cheats to be good no i i, I say yeah. i suck at the game and i go find a new one you know i think that's just part of the generation i'm from is that you were you know you if you look at a game you suck at it you whatever you'll go find another niche that you finally are meant to be in that place and but you know these VR, the VR people, especially when it comes to cheating. Um, I think since once we start getting to more tracking, especially when they start doing eye tracking, um, and especially as soon as you click that allow button to hear your audio, they have every access that you have to your face, your eyes, your ears, and your mouth. And so yeah. they could probably track that through code. This stuff, um, not cheat as well. They actually realize what if you're really looking at that head, and if you would really right. shot that head. And they're going as far as that. Um, I know Epix does this. Um, they they completely ban uh, your gamer tag and your computer. So everything that is linked to your computer that has a serial code is done for. The only way yeah. to ever play that game is to buy a new computer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think it should be like that. I yeah. think it totally should be like that. You're going to go and you're going to make it not fun for everybody else who paid money for that game. 100 percent 100 percent and 
like it's just it's sad that we got to police it like that like i think that that's and i think i think you're talking about generational gaps but i think that the newer generation and i say this a lot but uh there's a little bit more like entitlement and i'm not saying everybody i'm just i'm not picking on it i i'm not i'm not blanketing everybody in this comment what i'm saying though is the instant gratification for an action so i want to get all of my items right now i want to get all my kills right now i want to give all my xp right now like and that's where a lot of the that's where i think a lot of this is coming from that that intuition of I don't want to wait to get it. I don't want to level up. I just want to level up right now. I just yeah. want to have everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that has a little bit of a play in it, but because we, we're noticing a lot more now than we did 10 years ago, five years ago. Um, yeah. It just seems to be more of a... Well, if you look, but... if you look at the history of, of games, right? So the very first games that were really at a competitive level would have been like Mario. You know, they competed with that at a high level or like Donkey Kong or even like the the games that were joystick and an arcade you look at those and they didn't really have rewards besides finishing the level or getting the highest score that was that was the gratitude and there was really no way to cheat to do that besides just the time played and you know learning the mechanics of the game and then next thing you know you have actual scoreboards leaderboards and all that and then that right there creates animosity why am i not number one and then on top of that, you have DLCs. And then the biggest one where you're talking about is like battle passes, which could have yeah. probably put this whole mental thing is because I remember the first battle pass was um, um, Fortnite and the very first night they weren't even doing season yet. It was a very I don't think it was right out of right out of beta. It, they had a, their very first season pass with all the nights, you know. I yeah. don't. I don't believe you could have purchased that. I think you had to have finished everything and do everything you want for the accomplishments to, to beat it. And then you know the next thing happens. You can now buy it instead of rewarding yourself. So all these yeah. people that had money or um, that were streamers, wanted to look good on their streams, started purchasing it. And then it just started from there. You, I could see what you're talking about, where it's like. What's the point of, of sitting there playing a game for that high score when you're just like, here's my money, I'm going to go look good and, and still suck. So, Yeah, and I find it so weird because companies can, they can get away from doing that. They can still make money from selling stuff, but they can get away from the negative aspect of people play, paying to play, right? If they rewarded the top players with actual stuff mm-hmm. rather than just say okay well you still have to you're you're in the top one great for you like that really to me if i say leaderboard it's just like okay you're at number one i'm not <laughs> like but yeah. but at the end of the day like i mean these top players especially some of these streamers they're investing a lot of time into these games people are watching them they're spending a lot of money on the games as well they're putting more money back in the revenue of the company mm-hmm. company goes out buy them a fucking car yeah. Buy him something. Yeah. Like this guy's got to level these guys the top of the charts. Give him something. Yeah. And yeah. So with you saying that and bring this into the VR world. So Population One uh, is finally doing that to where they're having an actual leaderboard for comp play. Now, does it yeah. make for some really sweaty matches and a lot of, I mean, Population One, in my opinion, has always been the most toxic community. You know, people can go ahead and shoot me in the leg if they want, but you. They know I'm not lying. I agree. There's these times where there's people that aren't 
it's a fun game. I love playing it. I met a lot of really cool people. That's where Havoc started at. But you know, there's yeah. been times where there's a reason why we weren't top contender. Like I, we left Population One for a while because we're just like, there's too much bullshit going on between everyone in the community and 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 as soon as they got bought by Facebook, they went from chattering in Discord to just like I don't even think I see any of them anymore. And not yeah. only that, I know they make a crap ton of money off their skins, but like you say, they have this leaderboard. But what's the point of being number one besides a cool free skin? Like, yeah, it'd be cool like right. if they're like this many people could actually earn a profit or something. Or just like as simple as merchandise. Because people are gonna wear that merchandise instead of third party people selling their logo. And then just yeah. like this is an official population one thing. And then people are like, What's population one? And the next thing you know, they're buying it. They're returning the revenue. It, you know, it's a, it's a cycle. Um, yeah. But it's like, so there's a company called Rezzle. Um, I don't know if you heard of them, but so no. they started over in, I believe, Pesky. If he's in here, he'd have to correct me. But uh, Pesky Cashew, he, he does a lot of article writing. Um, he also, his Discord's in, in, the, in the description here. If you have there, it shows you everything that's possible for winning money. If you want to win money, his Discord that's solely for that is uh tournaments and all that so yeah he found a company called rezzle is started out in the uk for uh teaching people how to play soccer how to throw a football all that just real science sports stuff through vr well they're just like hey let's make this an actual physical game and i think it's still now like ten thousand dollars in prize every month and wow. so yeah not only that is that you can get number one, and I think the most there people are winning now, like twenty five to five thousand dollars for getting first. And the, like, trust me, you're sweating your ass off. Like I, it was, I tried to be number one one month, and I, I was like, man, I'm losing a lot, way too much weight, way too fast. But, <laughs> uh, but not only that, but if you don't want to be part of their main overhaul, they get to play every game and get number one. They have individual things. So if you say for the soccer head thing. They take real life scenarios with uh, that could have won like a world championship, and then they say, "All right, whoever gets top number one of this gets that guy's jersey, authentic jersey of him." And so, see, it, it, that's a cool thing. Like, why, yeah. why, like, why are not other incentive? Doing that? Yeah, incentive. Incentive. Hundred percent. Like, why would why would I get to? I don't have enough drive to get up to number one on the on the leaderboard as as is. Like, if if I'm just competing with people. I really don't care if you win or lose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just don't care enough. So uh, to me, but but if you're gonna throw some type of prize in it, or hell, if I win, make a skin of me and put it in the game. Like right. do do something other than just let me sit up there until somebody beats me. Mm -hmm. Like there, there's always gonna be a number two. There's always gonna that person's always gonna beat you. But then give something to that person. You you can't tell me that the amount of revenue you're you're spending on that doesn't generate more revenue going down the line from some other from some other if i knew i was going to win something i'd play the game more that's yeah. all i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and, and and so yeah if you haven't checked that like even if you don't like give it give it the the old try uh you know old college try one day just just, yeah. just doing it because they're really fun they're you know they really uh the mechanics and everything are pretty well built um, and I still look at the leaderboards today. And I'm just like, what in the hell are you guys doing to get up there? Because I tried, and I think the highest I got was top 12. And that yeah. was me just bleeding sweat. And I'm just like, yeah, cool. I Maybe I'll get a penny one day. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it's the same as uh, like, I, so I'm big on fitness on the VR. That's my thing. I, I enjoy doing it. Um, I do have a bike over there at weights and stuff like that. So I do that a little bit, but um, on the VR, when I'm, when I'm working out and I'm looking at leader. So you want to actually, I'm going to totally backtrack on what I said about being on top of the leaderboard and not getting anything out of it. Uh-huh. Because when I would look at the top leaderboard, when I'm working out on like, um, like, uh, what am I have? Like fit XR or whatever the other ones are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always trying to beat the other person because yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're just in that mindset anyway, and you're just going for it. But some of those scores I'm looking at, that's not human. There's no way those people are reaching those numbers. Absolutely not. And then I figured it out, especially with fit XR, there's ways of cheating the actual app to thinking that you're working out. And What's I was the like, point of doing that? That's my point. Like, oh, you've now set a bar on the system and now everybody has to try to beat you. And there, you got people like myself and probably you too, where you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I'm another thousand points away. And then all of a sudden you see this. And you're like, well, how did he get to, how do you get a million fucking points? Like right there. Yeah. And you're like, there's, there's no way I'm going to do that what's going on here so i spent one game and i really i i cheated the whole way through because i'm like okay i can play this game too i'm gonna race <laughs> that guy to the top <laughs> but but the thing is is like that we go back we're circling back to our original conversation about cheating and it's not fair for people that actually want to create a get up that ladder mm-hmm. and they're just like well there's there's no way i can do that without cheating so but for myself a lot of the times i don't care if i'm fifth or sixth or whatever it is i'm just there to work out yeah so i just yeah. want to get my sweat on i really i really don't care but when i see somebody with a hugely elaborated score i even will message the the developers and say hey you guys might want to check this out like this is this seems yeah, a little why, weird. yeah exactly why not and i'm not trying to wrap people out but i don't think it's fair that i paid 40 dollars for an app or a game or whatever it may be and there's no possible way that I'll get a ranking of anything. And I think that's yeah a little unfair. Yeah, and it's it definitely, like, I'm all for, like, putting something in when it is deliberately uh, noticeable. Um, just, like, small things, you know, it, like, even when it comes to, like, bad language, stuff like that, you know, like, so Havoc, we have, like, this non-toxic policy, stuff like that, um, that I follow very religiously. So if I have anyone that is on there, like, there was something I literally recorded, like, they kept on saying, like, the N-word and, like, just bad things towards a, one of my players on there. And I'm just like, yeah, who is this guy saying that I was recording the whole time? I go, I will get you banned. I, that, my mission yeah. tonight now is to get off this game and get you banned now. Because yeah, what absolutely. you're doing there, you're going out of your way and you don't even know this person. And I don't even care if, if you are the same as him. That you're still yeah. going out of your way to do that. And so it's like even with the, the cheating thing, it's like if you're going out of your way that you took time and effort to, you know, ruin a game in any formality. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Like, what, what's the point of it? Um, but then you have people like my team gets scrutinized all the time. Like, we have people, I'm not going to name teams, but literally when they see any of my top players, they'll come in and watch it. And just start recording to see if we do anything that seems like it's cheating. And that's, yeah, yeah it's like, why waste your time on doing that? <laughs> right. Now, what about a 15-year-old or an 18-year-old that doesn't have the same, like, uh, same thought process of, like, leaving the game 
because of a toxic environment or or people cheating or whatever maybe they don't have the same mentality as somebody who's 28 30 yeah. 40 where they've been around the block and they know okay you know what screw this guy i'm out like mm-hmm. I, I i and when we talk about kids playing I have a very different mentality about VR and kids being allowed to play than a lot of other people. A lot of people say it's a, it's a straight up no. I, I'm not really on that wavelength. Um, but w- when my kids play, and I allow my kids to play, but my kids, A, have to be supervised. Secondly, usually they're playing online with us in a private room, mm-hmm. so I'm not really bugging. We have four headsets at our house, so we just play as a family anyway. Yeah. But, but there are younger kids that do play the games and when i play with a younger kid especially when i have with uh pop one and stuff like that first of all they usually kick our butts (laughs) secondly uh it we have to respect the fact that whether or not you want that kid playing he's still playing in the moment Mm -hmm. and you still have to act like a reasonable adult yeah you you have to act like a reasonable adult you cannot you cannot curse you cannot swear you cannot say the n-word you cannot talk about his mother like you're in an environment you chose to be in this environment the kid may have just picked up his, picked up the headset and just started playing uh parents might be out of town i don't know what it is don't care yeah but in that moment you have to be the adult mm-hmm. and i don't think and i totally agree with you i think that the toxic environment especially in pop one gets way out of hand um to the point that i actually don't even play it anymore i used to love the game i really did yeah until until I had a bunch of older guys, probably my age, maybe a bit younger, uh, just reaming on young kids. Yeah. And, and these kids were like 16, 17 years old. They were legally allowed to be, I don't know, not, it's not illegal to play when you're younger, yeah. but they were allowed to be on and they're trying to have fun too. And these guys are just, and girls too, women too. It's not just men. I just want to state that. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you. And it's just like, you know, you're there, you're all there to play you're all there fighting the same fight like just take it back a notch you don't don't need to be as hard like, i don't know what these people have to prove yeah i don't know if they've i, yeah, lost I, the f- I think that they they uh they just get bored you know and then they 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 still get in this call of duty uh mentality where they're behind this their uh their handle of this you got the other side and your side all just you remember the old call of duty days yeah pete we used to like you know, this back when I was way too young to be video gaming or involved <laughs> in that stuff. So we would all be part of, uh, of that banter because I think that banter back in the day was just who can stay the, who can say the stupidest shit and just yeah. let's let's go play. And then, like, you'd end up on the same team. You'd be like, look who's on my same team now. And then we're like, yeah. all right, let's go play. And then next you know, he's on your side yelling at these people. But you, you take – that me sitting in a chair with a controller and a headset and now you're throwing your whole body into it that's why yeah. like when they talk about is it okay to air hump somebody in vr and th- there's like, some huge arguments like yeah you're literally physically taking obviously it's not real life but you are making that real gesture in real yeah. life so if in real life you would be charged 100 percent right? Yeah. You, you would actually, you'd actually be convicted of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, I think that, okay. So back what you were saying about like call of duty days, that was unregulated. There was, <laughs> there was no stopping anybody no. from saying whatever they wanted. Oh, I mean, you, it was they, bad. yeah, 
it was, was, I think back because it was funny because I was younger. But now that I'm older, I'm just like, that wasn't funny. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think about the times now. I'm like, I remember the shit I used to say. I'm just like, it was not good. Yeah, no, it would it would get you it would get you thrown in jail in some countries. But yeah, I think I think that um, I think that because it was the Wild West, there was no regulation. There was nobody watching it. There was no like the community was kind of policing itself yep. to a point where like PlayStation sure as hell wasn't Xbox wasn't Xbox and PlayStation didn't really start intervening until people started changing their usernames to profanity yep then that's when that's when they said okay hold on <laughs> like wait, wait, wait what's this. going on in here <laughs> yeah, yeah you could you could put some f words in here i didn't even know that yeah <laughs> yeah so um but when that started happening and then they started actually getting there i i remember there was uh it wasn't my friend it was a friend of a friend of a friend's dog walker or something but he was actually involved in playstation's first startup of being uh they they would go into matches and they would find people and they would just write down their 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 gamer tag and they put it into the system uh-huh. and check it if they went in again and found that person again or whatever that person was being delinquent for then they would just remove them but nowadays it's all alg- algorithms right yeah. it's all ai mm-hmm. so now you have a shitty chance that you may not have done nothing but you're gonna get screwed for it anyway yeah. <laughs> so all you have to do now is be reported like i think up to six times in some games and you're done um, it's not yeah. like you're done, done. Um, you, I think it's time period now. It's like, Hey, yeah. this first time's a day, next time's a week. And then eventually if they get so bad, I think it's brought up out of the AI to an actual physical human to where, um, on PC, they'll pretty much ban your IP. So, I mean, that's how bad it can get. But, you know, I just, the other day, like I was playing contractors and there was a kid that had been like 13, 14 years and the you know he gets on there and starts saying stuff about people he wants people to go on a date with his mom and yeah. for some reason to me i'm just like oh brother like this this kid doesn't know better and yeah. next thing you know all these younger gentlemen and there was <laughs> like three other women in there that were just like bantering with them the kid loved it but at the same time yeah. it's like this this kid doesn't know what he's saying or yeah. it's probably it could be a grown man that has some freaking emulator on making him sound like a kid. Like who knows? But I'm just like, why is this happening right now? Yeah, and like you said, some kids just don't know. They're not mature enough to understand what they're doing from right for wrong. And I and that's hard because we want we want to be able to have this uh, opportunity for everybody. Mm-hmm. VR can be expressed by everybody. Uh, I think children should be monitored. 100%. But I also think that some most children that are underage should also have time limits put on devices, whether it's any device. I don't I don't give I don't care if it's VR or, or tablet or whatever it is. But yeah, I think that I think that um, with VR, VR can teach kids a lot. Yeah. They're, they're, they, I'm learning stuff that I didn't even think I would ever learn in VR. Uh, I, I mean, I've watched documentaries and stuff that are just way over what I would ever watch. And I'm just being immersed in this environment and I'm retaining this information better than I would if I was watching a video or reading a book or, or an article or, or some scientific document, whatever it may be. And I think it's a very useful tool if it's done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm really wondering how long it's going to take before we get out of our very 
strict way of teaching, which we know is a failing in our society because it's just not how humans think anymore to a more VR ish type things. You know, I, I see now these kids that go to school where I always had a book and a pencil in my hand, (laughs) hardly ever touched a computer unless I had to write a paper or Google something. And now that's all like the books are going out. They're stop make they're stop producing all these massive books and, and wasting paper to where all they do is do these lectures online and yeah. and especially with uh, I think especially with COVID has ramped up the process of technology tenfold. I feel like if yeah. we didn't have COVID, you know, obviously I'm not saying it was good or bad. I'm just saying without that, I feel like we we wouldn't be where we're at today technology wise on on communicating with Zoom and, and other things. Yeah. And like, I think it showed a lot of people, like even my work changed to where I'm no longer working five days out of the week. You know, we're, we're I'm, I'm still working, but not at, in the office anymore five days a week. And it's like, you see these yeah. kids, obviously they went back to five days in school, but it's like, really, do they need it? Like, can you, how much can you teach them in a lecture? Um, how yeah. much could you do on a computer or put a virtual headset on? Um, that's where I'm really interested to see. And I, I hope with the next like headset that comes out, will start improving development gains um, on that. Like you can learn Spanish, you can learn um, French on, in VR, yeah. you know, yeah. they're, they're already showing things. If you, you know, you always, you don't always have to kick, uh, click that gaming section. There's other tabs that have apps, yeah. you know, like uh, there's one that I saw for virtual uh, business meetings where you can draw and have plans. And I was talking to them. I was like, man, I go for one. I want to get them on the podcast. And I was like, two, <laughs> This might yeah. be good for me to have like a VR jungle get together and have a whole bunch of people sit down and watch VR jungle live in VR or have team meetings in there instead of just like getting on a discord call. Like, let's get in there and let's see your, uh, your movement. Yeah. It's going to be dangerous. Like we said at the beginning of this in five or 10 years, it's going to be a completely different realm. Yeah. And I think that people who are getting into it now, really have that step up i mean again i'm i'm old to this game i I just started last uh we'll say early december whereas a lot of other people who have been in this for years they've really made a name for themselves if they keep going at the rate that vr is going and especially yourself and others like you guys are are going to be the pinnacle of what Mm -hmm. we're going to perceive in in, in vr People that wait another year or two and they want to do content creation or whatever it may be, you're going to be late for the game, son. Like now's the time because like uh, Meta's all made all those moves that we've talked about at the beginning and without Meta doing that and uh, Vive and and all the other ones, they're they're ramping up for us to be able to uh, be VR is going to be very mainstream. I think it may in the next 10 years, take over PC. I, I will state that right now. I think PC gaming will be taken over by VR or a combination of, so, uh, not just one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm also wondering that, like how long is going to be before PlayStation is just PC, uh, play PSVR, you know? Um, I know Xbox, you know, they, they are Microsoft. So Microsoft has HTC Vive, um, and stuff like that, but you know, they haven't made yeah. one specifically for Xbox, but why do that when their internal mainframe is Microsoft? It's ran off pretty much right. off the same store. Um, yeah. but you have all of that, like, 
When's it going to get to the point where we just get rid of the TV screen and we just play Call of Duty with a VR headset? You still have the controller or the mouse and keyboard, but people already complain about not being close enough to the screen. Um, obviously, <laughs> it's going to be weird for content creation with it all like this and you're like looking around like... Yeah. I think it would change a whole thing. if, if I want to see if they would ever make like a Call of Duty and you have your screen there, everything is 360, but you're still playing with a mouse and keyboard. Um, yeah. Why not? Like, why, are, you know, why not? You know? Yeah. And absolutely. I think that there's uh, like content creators had to come up with, well, how do I show like right now with VR prime examples, how do I show everybody else that I'm playing this game? Well, people are doing the green screens, they're standing in front of it. Now there's a camera with AI that's creating like this image overlapping person that's playing the game, like especially with the people that play Beat Saber, right? That is ingenious. That would have never been thought of, I mean, in in any other environment, mm -hmm. right? So when when they when, when they come up with new digital outlets for us to game on, whether it be like uh, handheld or or PC or VR. Uh, the content creators are always going to come up with a different way of doing it. And it's amazing what they come up with. Like I'm watching some people with, they're playing the new, they're playing um, uh, fall. Um, oh, what's the zombie game? Oh, I can't remember right at the top of my head now. Now I'm losing it. Something uh, in the fall or fall or something. Arizona. Anyway. Oh, wait. Um... We're both having a brain fart on this. Oh, geez. Um, anyway. <laughs> um after the fall there no, we go the yeah no after the yeah. fall thank yeah. you like that was yeah. really hurt my because okay. i had for some reason i had arizona <laughs> sunshine on my head. You, you know what there was people screaming oh, at this uh sure, a couple seconds sure. ago yeah. uh watch this no, but you, like, you, oh my gosh <laughs> but they're doing the same thing they're doing what people at beat saber did but now they're doing it in that environment and i think that uh it's just leaving for some really great ideas mm -hmm. and really great content uh, and, and very diverse. And I think it's just doing some really good things right now. Oh yeah. And so you, um, you heard about it live, right? Yeah. So I'm having them come on next week and, uh, talk about, you know, what, what, cause they're integrating this, this new world of how people stream, you know, I don't even think you need full green screen. I think you can do almost what I do with this show to where it just kind of, blanks it out it won't be as good of the quality because obviously the green screen would be better but they're yeah. putting like full immersion into where when you're looking at the content creator even like population one i think uh skiva uh did it from um um between is it between realities podcast um he put himself into the actual uh character population one and it looked like him it just overlaid him and that was you know you, if you haven't seen that video crazy because it is it is pretty cool and, and just to see that content creation uh, develop. And so I, I definitely want to see how far they're going to go because I think even Liv has their own uh, podcast because they're all about making avatars and stuff. And so I think the last one I watched with them, they had a, a Veil VR on and they actually developed the two Veil characters and plopped them into their thing. And it was, it was a cool idea, you know, um, especially if you want that more – uh vr-ish type stuff instead of this human interaction you know some people have yeah. their own you know i tried the the non-human interaction for a while my co-host was an avatar um yeah it was, it was a cool concept idea um but so it all depends <laughs> that's crazy 
yeah, though, like maybe it won't even take five or 10 years. Maybe we're, we're almost there. Yeah. yeah. But that's crazy. But I know we, uh, we didn't even, uh, touch base yet on like any of the stuff that you're developing for like your game. I know you made a game and, and that's how I originally met oh, you man. is, yeah. um, you had a, a block of, of posters and you're just yeah. like, if you want to be part of the game as a scavenger hunt, part of this game, I'm just like, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, so that that idea kind of circles back to what we we're talking about, like reward your players, and that's what I feel, especially when in this community is just reward the reward my friends, people that I'm talking to, people that I'm hanging out with, or people that I'm playing with. Um, so my game, it's just a basic. It's it's nothing fantastic. It's only me. Uh, yeah, I'm cheating. I'm trying to find other ways of building it because I don't know how to build a game. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning on the fly. Um, I'm doing some code here and there. I'm doing uh, things that I can do. It's actually making pretty good progress. Uh, there's a lot of bugs in it. It's basic. It's a basic zombie shooter. It's got a. I don't want to give away too much of the storyline right now, but um, what I wanted to do, I built a game before for Android. It's a very simple ball game where it kind of go, and it's on. It's on Google. Um, you can download it. But uh, beside the point, <laughs> I've always wanted to build a game myself, like a full-fledged game. Mm -hmm. And I don't know enough to do so. So, like I said, I kind of went out. I found out, found programs to help myself. I, I use whatever I can um, to kind of do modeling and learn how to do modeling. I'm not very good at it, but at least I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, least um, trying. But, but the thing is, too, is I'm doing exactly what other companies do. And if I can't do it, I buy it, right? So if I needed the model and I can't build it, then I buy it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I have licenses to everything. I'm not, I'm not ripping anybody off. I'm giving people credit to what they're due. Um, but I wanted to build something that was mine. I wanted to build a VR game and I just said, okay, well, let's, let's see where I, what I can do with it. So I designed this game, but while I'm waiting for it to develop, I'm doing all this little weird stuff in the background. So like I said, I was, I was getting everybody to throw in their uh their posters so i could put that in there yeah um I'm, I'm making my characters do like my ai and my npcs do like little weird things here and there just for content creation um i actually just released this um uh two mb npcs are fighting in this ring uh they're using knives and stabbing each other and it's just a little tournament of 16 npcs mm -hmm. so it's just something a little silly but i'm enjoying it so i think that that's what kind of matters and um not going to go deep into what my job is, my yeah, real life yeah, job, yeah. but, um, but, but what I do is it's, it's very high pace in real life. And I have a lot of stuff that I have to deal with. So me doing stuff like this, this is kind of my relief. This yeah, is kind of my sure. way of, you know, relaxing and just trying to do whatever I can do. So when people tell me, well, uh, like with the game itself or, or the headsets, like, like so this is this is a rock well, you can't really see it there but that's all good but these are like our headsets and then we do these and i'm not trying to promote everything no, you're no, no, this, that no you definitely promote it those those things are just stuff that makes me feel better like it's it's my mental health moments and i believe everybody needs them which is ironically why I kind of got really immersed into VR Yeah, is because I don't think people really realize the mental, like the, the capabilities of what happens to the brain when you put on a headset. And I think that people should really do, um, should really research a little bit more of it because it's very important. It actually does create 
a lot uh, without getting too scientific, but it does actually help you relax a lot more than you think it does. Mm -hmm. Whereas playing on a flat screen, you're not really immersed in it. You're not really, you're like, you're playing the eyes. I think you're straining the eyes even more. I agreed hundred percent, but your brain is focusing a lot more and doing a lot more stuff that it can be positive or negative in VR. Mm -hmm. But I found that just putting on the headset and watching YouTube or, or putting on the headset and going to the, like the Netflix app and watching a movie, it just, it's so much different. It just brings me down. Like it just calms me down. And I think that that's part of my, uh, my de-stress and i think that's really helped i think that's why i want to build the game um and do all this other stuff because i don't have a lot of hobbies yeah but my hobbies are right now vr or whatever else it may be yeah so before you oh. got in the vr like you said that your family all play vr did you you're just like all of a sudden you're like we're a vr family now <laughs> pretty much yeah. pretty much yeah uh it, it they kind of will sit for a little bit especially with the the younger ones because mm. like my kids i got really young kids why well, four eight twelve and fifteen or four eight not even close four six eight and uh and 14 yeah so um the younger ones yeah they'll play with us but for the most part it's um they're not they i don't think they really understand fully what vr can do because i i don't let them do a lot of the pc gaming mm -hmm. not that i don't let them do it it's just they don't they don't really want to do it they got other things but um but i think that once they get older it definitely is a, a huge huge thing that they'll enjoy a lot more well just think by the time that they're older and they actually want to start you know sitting down and playing games like what could even be out by then you know uh right you know could it you know could vr even crash you know what could vr just like go opposite direction if there's no good development coming out or like i feel like uh i think that vr just really needs to um, at the pace it's going, it needs to think about what its future wants to look like because the way that I see it going now is a cluster shit. Like I just, I just, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be too many hands in the pot and it's just going to be a whole bunch of shitty games that no one wants to play. And yeah. I mean, we're already kind of seeing that now. I'm not saying that all, there's a whole bunch of shitty games. I'm just saying that there's a lot of, of, communities out there right now for such a small community of vr you have a you have this community you have this community of this computer community yeah. and what they do is that right now if you're looking at like the main uh uh first person shooters which is onward contractors um um pavlov and now you have veil if you look at all four of these communities they all at one point you know they they each have people that play really well in their game but now, what, what what does that do? It creates this animosity that people go in into each other's discords and they just start shitting on each other. And yeah. but the whole vision of of meta and the metaverse is eventually you go into this world, you have different portals, and you take you to the game. One large community. That's what VR is supposed to be. It was supposed to bring the kind of the world together virtually. But yeah. we're not really doing that. We're like in this. No. We're in this Western world of just like. If anyone creates anything better, like for instance, this podcast, you know, I feel like, yeah, I'm still learning and, and doing that, but some people don't respect that I do. Some people still, you know, I get a whole bunch of people that dislike this and it's not even just because they don't like me. It's because I, they don't like who I have on the podcast, you know, yeah. and, and it blows my mind that it's like, oh, I had people from Vail on. 
I don't like, I don't like, you know, I cool. Geralt is cool, but Vale, nope, screw that. And I think that's just, we have to correct that now while we're young. Yeah. Because if we start doing this and VR starts getting those AAA games or just one game really makes something solid. Um, yeah. It's just going to be a toxic mess forever. We're just never going to fix it. We're never going to be the metaverse that could be. I, I don't understand that mentality of like, why, if you don't like something, then just move on with it. But it's, I guess, well, we're all different. But um, when, I guess it's kind of the, battlefield and call of duty mentality right mm -hmm. you got the hardcore battlefield people and you got the hardcore well i guess not too many battlefields anymore after the last one but <laughs> but but my point is is that you have like you have these people that are just so 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 into their realm of what they want mm -hmm. uh, whether it's good or bad and they will just like you said just be toxic toward towards the other environment but i don't think i think we'll go back to the wild wild west scenario right I, we are still in that phase and we're going to be in that phase for a while especially with the vr yeah. there's not we and i was talking when we were talking about the original playstation and um and games coming out for that we as the community need to uh police ourselves and i don't mean policing as in like gestapo type of police i mean like like legitimately we need to just be very aware of what's happening in our environment and and be um like you said when that one person was being toxic and they're just being really out of control report them yeah there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time we have to also be aware that people are allowed to game however they want to game yeah. which unfortunately is not how i think so yeah and i think i think we're just at this point where everyone i think the top people are the ones that think they're making greatness struck gold and they think that they are number one when they may, may not be, you know, because there is no um, right now with VR, especially with the development still not even at its peak yet. You know, PlayStation and Xbox pretty and even PC has pretty much hit its 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 peak. Um, there cannot be anything better than a PlayStation. You know, they make better graphics here. They make it faster in here. But at the end of the day, the a PlayStation is a glorified PC. You know, yeah, it is. Um, a PC, the only thing that makes it better is the GPU that you're putting in that to make that faster or the frames per second that you're shooting out um, and the speed that you're doing. And, you know, what's higher than that? You know, higher than this is getting into real simulating things, running around, yeah. jogging in a room with a treadmill. Like, that's – there's still flights ahead that we still see. You know, they're still tracking sensors, um, you know, even with the heptic vest. Like, how extreme is that to where – if you really want to be hypersensitive in a VR game, that when you get shot by something, it doesn't just tickle you. It shocks the shit out of you. Like, yeah. that's an immersion that is still available like, to, for the people that really want to get really extreme in this stuff. Could you imagine seeing, like, a tournament in a lane event to where it actually could potentially, like, bruise you, like, really, after getting yeah, shot? absolutely. And it, and it drops the person because – that right there, that would be a crazy term to watch. Obviously, don't you know it ain't gonna kill them or really injure them, but there is a risk that will make you like literally probably lose your breath for a second to not be able to be in the battlefield for a second. Yeah, yeah, and that's very possible. It it can be. It actually can be done right now. The only thing that we're that would be uh, the constraints is obviously weight, right? Mm -hmm. Weight and cost, and I. They, these are all things that with us developing our technology the way we are, by the way, 
we are the worst at inventing batteries. We cannot harness power to save our lives. Humans are the, we're just, we just can't do it. We suck at it. But once we actually figure it out, once we're able to make things a little bit smaller than they are, I, I would say that that would be not, that would be no problem at all. And I think that us as, as, as people who would definitely, I'd definitely go into some type of tournament with that for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think that, um, I think it would just bring, I want to say that I think there's the people that play VR for the, for the nostalgia part of it. Not always nostalgia is in old school, but nostalgia is in like, um, Oh, you know, I remember playing this game when I was younger and now I'm playing it in VR or I, this game reminds me of a game that I played when I was a kid yeah. or whatever it may be like the kind of, um, the, the more, yeah. Why the Resident more, Evil was so big. Exactly. Right. But then you get the people who, uh, like you said, put on the, put on the vest, put on the sensors, they do backflips and pole dancing and like yeah. all this crazy stuff on it. And I'm not judging at all because I think it's amazing that you're able to do that in that yeah. environment. Like, oh, yeah. I think that, I think that in five or 10 years, and we'll keep going back to this, but if you're able to do that now, what would you be able to do in two years? Mm -hmm. Like that's just mind boggling. Yeah, and that's why, like, that's why, like, I, I say, like, that, that we're in this area uh, of weirdness, especially coming out of a crazy pandemic that I don't think anyone, like, in the United States, we all thought it was a joke. You know, I remember yeah. the first time I heard about that, it was, like, back when, like, Ebola happened. Like, we had one person come to America with it. People got scared. Two other people got it, and then it kind of went away. And then it's like, we yeah. hear about this and then we're like, yeah, all these people overseas are going home. And we're just like, that's weird. Like they're over exaggerating. Next thing you know, I get a call from my work. They're just like, Hey, you guys are going home. And we're like, Oh, it's going to last like a month, two years later and still yeah. repercussions from it. And it's like, um, the only thing that really held back of the, um, I think the only thing holding the VR back now is money and investments because a lot of people don't, really see money going into events like like console and playstation because they've already had those huge vegas lane events to where they can see people come and spend millions you know th you know spend money on good tickets and fill a full room watching people play and that's why like um with veil for about esports you know they're obviously you have nepa that did a lane event you know they had good profits on that but this is the first one that has a lot of crowdfunding and not only crowdfunding, but a lot of investors that are, are willing to, you know, right now the minimum thing is $35,000. That's the minimum. And when I had um, um, Tropical on the podcast, he says, if I get more investors, that thing is just going to go up. Um, yeah. You know, and he's having, he's flying five teams out there. I think five teams um, to Miami to do this for 35,000. If that fails, VR is going to hit a, hit a really hard time for a second, but I don't think it's going to fail. I really, you know, all hopes for, for a good lane event. But if you see success in this one, which is, in my eyes, the biggest one that's happened since probably an old Echo one back in like 2015, 2016 when they were doing those. Um, yeah. But this one has a lot of eyes on it. And I think not only that, but it has eyes, people that are also in Pancake Games that are also saying, hey, if, they're making, you know, a prize pool of thirty-five thousand, and then maybe a hundred thousand dollars. What's going to stop a person like Shroud or Ninja or or Doctor Disrespect or the Beard? You know, 
what's going to stop them from finally putting on a headset and be like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Do you want them to? hundred percent. I a hundred percent think they, they belong here. Not, and, and it's, I don't, I don't think they're going to be good. I don't, in my opinion, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be good. I, I really don't. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, if you look at Shroud who has the number one flick in, in the whole entire world, when it comes to turning and a lot of people think he cheats all the time because he does something that he's so good at. And he was the number one CSGO player in the world. And if you see his natural movement of a mouse is unreal. I don't think anyone in VR yet has tapped anything into that to where it's it just unreal uh, because you, you are playing something real. Um, yeah. I mean, there are some people that still do the 180 turn and stuff like that. Like me, I people say I need to stop doing it, but I love the immersion. I turn around in real life. I'm all over the freaking yeah. place. I run into walls. But, yeah, I mean, but bringing big-name people that have huge following – like, I don't care if, if you suck, but if you're making good content, content like Dr. Disrespect probably makes the best content in the game. You know, yeah. he's got a good persona. He's got a good per, per, uh, personality outside. It was like, uh, he's made some few bad choices here and there, but we don't need to get into those. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he makes good content. But yeah. if people see him put on a headset and really see how beautiful it is, that's all those So why do you think that hasn't happened yet? Because no top person has picked up a headset and really said they enjoy it yet. The only, you know what they do? You know what they do? It really pisses me off. And this is every Christmas too. And this, like this, you're going to see the passion come out on this one is that the <laughs> first thing you do is when these people all every year, Christmas time comes or when some big name person gets a headset, you know what the number one thing they do? They jump off a freaking cliff on a freaking plank and they make fun of people running into walls. And that's all people think VR is. Yeah, I'm bad for that because I post that stuff daily. Yeah, no, I totally, I, I totally, <laughs> I totally get it. I, I okay, so I want to, I'm gonna sidetrack for a second here. I post that stuff because I want other people to see how they need to be very careful when being on a headset. I make fun of it, but in reality, I'm doing it more of a public service. Yeah. But no, I, I, I totally agree. But I think that I, I wonder why because it's so easy for them to. <laughs> The games that they're playing are more immersion when they're playing in a VR. Why have they not decided yet, like as of now, to put on a VR and, and do a, a Twitch stream or two? One, I think it's the money. I think it has a lot to do with the money. Mm -hmm. I think they don't want to fuck up their revenue. Mm -hmm. I think they want to stay with, this, with what they know. And I think that if they move, I think one of two things will happen. One, either they'll lose their following because their following is strictly PC or uh, they'll gain more followers from the VR, but they're not going to do, they're not going to do both. Yeah. I, I, I think. I, yeah. There's going to, there has to be a dynamic switch. Cause if you look at the people now that stream and I don't know what it is up with uh, and, and nothing against people that do this, you know, you're, you're all rights to covering your face and, and who you are as a person and your personal rights whatsoever. But I think a lot of people also depict VR content creators of people that don't show their face, that they live more immersion in the, the virtual reality that they're creating in their content than their actual real life. And the people that mm -hmm. are streaming uh, uh, Pancake Games, their immersion is uh, playing on the screen. They also like to show their mouse and keyboard of their movements that they're moving. And not only that, is that, you know, they show their face. They I, There's a everyone that is a top contender 
in a pancake game, shows their face. And typically they're beautiful people, you know, they, they, yeah. you know, they're, they're willing to show their face for a reason because, you know, they got it. You know, obviously, you yeah. know, not all of them do, but I'm just saying the majority, if you look at it, they're, they're showing their face for a reason. Um, but yeah. if you look at VR, you're, 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 you're covering that gold that they created around, you know, if you, if you took right, right. the beard or what, what I think, what, what's his name, the, uh, bearded tattoo, what's his name? Why is that backwards? Um, the guy that has, tattoos, yeah, yeah, I know. something like that. Yeah. Now, if you cover yeah. his face up, you just got the beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and enough VR players have beards. No, that's the truth. So, um, but no, I I agree. Um, I just wonder, like, maybe we need in the community just need to create our own, right? Mm -hmm. And have that. We have a, quite a few that are that are pretty good and doing good things for the community as it is. Um, but maybe. Maybe we just haven't haven't hit that milestone yet. Maybe we maybe maybe Quest needs to sell another two million headsets before that happens. I don't know. I, I don't have the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, every year more kids get an Oculus and then their friends play it and then they want an Oculus. That's how the you know supply and demand works, um, especially when it comes to children that think games are cool. But so like, how many people still watch you know like Ninja or Doctor Disrespect? you know, that actually play the games anymore. How, how many are just watching them because they enjoy them compared to the game they actually play now? Because, you know, uh, Ninja made some, you know, he's made a lot of money and he's also, you know, worked went for companies that no longer even exist. You know, he made that million dollar deal with what was a mixer or some, yeah. something yeah. Xbox type related thing, yeah, yeah. Um, which is no longer around anymore, but at least he made his money, but he lost a huge following doing that. And then now the game that he was most popular at, well, what he first started out was Day Z was one of his most popular games he played before he went to Fortnite and he showed people what actually a top skilled player looks like. But I think with in in the state that he's in, because he doesn't give a flying crap what he plays anymore, a lot of the things he just plays wow. And, you know, yeah. I think he'd be a good person to actually put on a headset and, and show people because he has the personality. And it might actually be good for him because the dude has lost his shit a couple times on it, you know. Cause that's yeah. that's his life. So imagine him putting on a headset. I think that would be the best person to start with. I agree. I think that's a good call. I think we just need a few more, a couple more months, a few more years under our belt until we start getting the, the I guess those type of players. But um, it is unfortunate that they're not doing it now. I think they can generate a lot of revenue off of it. See, the thing is with a lot of streamers, a lot of streamers, um, that's not their full-time job. We might think they are because we see it, but they own businesses behind door closed doors. They, they sell their own merch they do all that extra stuff that we don't see behind. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, it might, might be a bad business move. It might be all their money soaked up in PC version gaming. So yeah. I don't know what it is, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. So, Barry Lemon, I think he's on one of my teams. Where he's in in the Discord, he goes famous last words: one v one shroud in VR. <laughs> and then v, he says uh, VR viewership just isn't worth streaming on Twitch right now. I, I agree. Yeah. If you look at the top games that we have, um, I think the highest viewer on Population One would get maybe a hundred views, hundred and fifty views. It's just not really there. And you know what I really think is that a lot of these top contenders. Um, I think they're waiting for that AAA game, you know, to have that revenue or that following. Like, everyone says, like, when's Call of Duty going to make a, a VR game? Why? Why Why do yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I don't want Call I, of Duty VR. 
why? When Acuvision, um, not was it Acuvision? There's two two brands that were just bought by Microsoft that is going to be yeah. I think it was Acuvision that was bought. Yeah. Right. Acuvision yeah. and then uh, Bungie. Not, yeah. No, not Bungie. Mm, it's the Wait. people that made uh, Fallout. Uh, another brain fart. Fallout. Fallout. Not about it. Crap. So, but yeah, so they Microsoft just bought a crap ton of that, and so why why instead of going after these triple a people they we just make a new triple a game that's a that's yeah. its, its own thing like what's stopping like contractors or like ghost of Debor being a uh, a triple a game or veil being a triple a game yeah and, and you know what we don't have to we can be uh, a microsoft to a playstation like we can be something that's cool totally different you're talking at the beginning of the at the show you know uh brands have their own uh, titles that are released on their systems mm-hmm. um, and X and we do on VR totally do but I just don't see why it hasn't been brought up to that same par level yeah. whereas I would I would definitely rather watch somebody in a full kitted out uh, like just just stuff everywhere exactly. on them and, and see the screen and them just immersed in this complete environment rather than watching somebody playing a game on a screen mm-hmm. watching their keyboard like to me to me i don't i guess because i've played vr and maybe people that haven't played vr they don't see that expansion yeah but i do so yeah and then the company's name is bethesda thanks barry oh right um, right 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 but you know when you when, oh. you, when you say that uh <laughs> seeing someone fully kitted out and everything so where do you think it draws the line of what gaming is and then when it becomes a sport because eventually, if you're fully kitted out, or like us with our gun stocks and stuff like that, um, we're putting a lot of weight. Like, how much does that really get away from true gaming aspect? Obviously, you're still loading in a game, but there's, I think there's still going to be a line of traditional gaming and virtual reality gaming. Because I, I, there was a long time, uh, it was about two years ago, we were starting to tailor our esports team to be called VR Esports, um, VR Sports Havoc. And they almost wanted us to get rid of the uh, the E out of it, which is electronics, and just call it sports. Yeah. Because um, if you even look at NEPA, it is no longer a true eSport. It is a VR sport. Right. They haven't really switched that dynamic yet, but we were told um, through rumors that it was going – that's what they were doing. And obviously it never happened, I think. You know, we still have the E in our in sports, but uh, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when do you think there's going to draw a line to where it's just it's too immersive to even be a game? I think it's about the brand. I think it depends on what you want to portray. Do you want to portray like the milsim aspect of the game, like where you physically look like you should be in the game, or do you want to have it where it is more? streamlined where you're just have a headset on and a couple mm. controllers what what does the what does your audience want do they want to see xyz like what what's what's more immersive for the audience see the problem with vr is the the solid immersion is only in the player the person that has a headset on that's kind of it it's fun to watch a person and then see what they're looking at on tv but you're not actually getting the exact same feel of the game that the person with the headset on, mm-hmm. obviously, right? Yeah, exactly. But, but until they give us a better uh, way to view, like send that to a wider screen, right? Or, or 
everybody puts headsets on everybody's circles in, in everybody's in their own room and everybody just watches the game or whatever happens in front of them in a ring. And so now everybody's immersed in it. You can turn around, you can see another hundred thousand people. And now you're in the game with everybody. That's the only way I see that everybody is immersed in the same type of game, watching the same game. Yeah. And I could see them doing that with a lane events. I know that, um, they were even talking about doing it for veil is that you could watch it, uh, from a VR headset to watch it veiled. I mean, they're already doing it for basketball games to where you're courtside. You know, you spend a couple dollars to watch it, but you're courtside watching the, the, a live yeah. basketball game as if you're there. Um, but I think that if we go that route, for one, the servers would have to hold a lot, um, yep. potentially 100,000 people in there, and they would have to find a way to make those people viewing it uh as little as space on that on that uh server as possible unless well, unless you yeah. find a way to silo different cloud servers to where you're just looking at it as a screen and not physically in that server being played the game but you could you could uh have it where like you do for um is it uh what what is it metaverse where you can go in and you're kind of in these like little cubicles uh, overwatching uh, whatever 3D, and no, it's not even 3D, it's just a big picture frame of like uh, uh, Snoop Dogg or whatever was on it. And it, you got, like, if you could do that, where you have the people like in this auditorium almost yeah. watching the game from down below, and then the people playing, um, I think that would be really cool. Well, they do that with, with games, I, they do that with games in, 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 in meta, with the, not meta, it's Horizon who does it. Um, horizon horizon right. yeah, yeah, yeah. has yeah. that thing and they've also done it for lane events as well and that's what i think they might i don't know if they're going to work with exactly with them but all that is taking is twitch to make a portal to where you have a browser in vr almost like if you're watching netflix or our youtube from your vr headset where you have a screen right you're you're you know you can ha actually sit around and talk to people because at the end of the day if you want to talk to someone in there there's ways to turn mics in off and off you don't want to hear other people talking to the movie or something like that um yeah. and then have it to where they show a browser but that browser for twitch is only made for vr i think that right. if twitch would go that way or even i'm not even saying twitch do it you know twitch twitch is already flooded with too much monetization and it's making people uh it's 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 too like if you're not a big name person sorry like you can play all you want you could potentially get there but it's at the point now, like we are here in, in uh, VR, to where it's already had its people that's been at the beginning. They're at the end. Right. We are now right. at the beginning of our thing to where, you know, in two years, in, in the five to ten years, this podcast, if I keep doing it consistently, will be a lot bigger compared to someone that's going to start in that five to ten years. Yeah, um, agreed. So what's stopping someone from making a platform or Meta um, or, or Horizon making something like Twitch just be tailored for people to put on a headset, you watch people that are streaming, and you give them a streaming platform? Why don't we just make one? <laughs> right. Okay, shut it off. Turn it off. <laughs> you, don't, you didn't see what happened till five minutes ago. <laughs> Delete it. No, um, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's something that should be done. And I think it's something that, yeah, don't, don't let Twitch know about it. They'll definitely take, exactly. take it around. I, mean, I have so many people like, um, I want to like, I'm not going to give you all my ideas, but there's like three companies that I know that if they make a portal into VR, they'd make a lot of money. 
Yeah. And I think Absolutely. that that's it just I think that once the investment's there that people are gonna start flocking in. Or just one day it's gonna it's gonna be one person. I can already feel it. it's gonna be one top person is gonna put on a headset and then the the flocks are gonna come. And what's what I what I was talking to you about this before we even started this is those traditional people that started in, in from 2010 to 2020 range, they will hate it tenfold. It's because yeah. a lot of people in a lot of their discords, I said, they want to keep to this traditional small community of VR. Obviously, if it gets bigger, they become bigger. But at the end of the day, like, it's just I, I think they're afraid of what's going to be larger because then – their opinion gets downgraded by percentages from the discord yeah. compared to the people that are being flooded in. Cause then that, that one person that just made that upflux, I'm sorry, but your discord might have so many people in it, but that person, you're still going to lose people from that discord going to what is the most hip popular thing. Um, Agreed. so I think the biggest thing is that like, there was like, uh, there's one, I, I don't even want to say a name because then people know I, I was talking about this. So yeah, we're going to not say about that. <laughs> I can tell you after the stream. <laughs> we will. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. But um, yeah, we're, uh, we've gone uh, uh, pretty far um, all right. into this. But is there anything you want to kind of spiel out if you want to talk about before we... Uh... So yeah, absolutely. Uh, quickly, uh, just before we wrap up here, uh, just want to thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, no I really appreciate it, actually. Um, always do. It was great talking to you. I'm sure we're going to have many more chats later on in the future. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so if uh, anybody's looking for uh, accessories, uh, VR stuff, uh, we're doing a lot in the future. We actually, I, I was going to have some, but they didn't come in time. But we have some uh, some guns coming in for Sweet. the uh, accessories, and they're going to be all deckled out and ruck up. So I'm stoked about that. Uh, fortunately, they didn't come, come in black and, and white. Uh, we do have headsets, which I kind of showed. I don't really want to do too much marketing stuff on here because I just wanted to chat with you mostly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can check us out at www.ruckupvr.com. And um, pretty much every social media platform you can add, which I freaking hate being on. I hate social media. Dude, you're everywhere. I, I, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate, I hate having to do what I have to do for social media. Uh, I'm a very introverted person. Uh -huh. I like to be by myself. I like to be with my family. I like to go hunting. I like to be up in the mountains away from VR when I can. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I, I know I'm everywhere. I get that a lot. I, some, some, I guess I freaking broke the algorithm or something yeah but anyway no uh no i really appreciate it. honestly i really do appreciate how you having me on and yeah. i thank you for everybody who's watching no likewise appreciate you coming on as well and we'll, we'll definitely have to do this again uh uh multiple times over because obviously we could tell we talk we uh i could have probably <laughs> went, i could have went for another 30 minutes uh for sure yeah. you know we could have pulled a joe rogan three-hour podcast like i said um, but I think I'm not large enough for people to want to listen to my podcast that long. And that's a sad thing <laughs> for three hours. Yeah, for three I, hours. I don't even want to listen to my, I didn't even want to listen to my own podcast for three hours long. <laughs> There's sometimes like, I'm really bad at pulling stuff back from TikTok, And so now I, I do the lazy right, right. way to where I do the very first three minutes of it. And I go, that's good. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Knock her out. Rest, but yeah, so I have all your links in the description. Um, you Thanks. even have this, uh, kind of link tree bio type thing as well. That's on there as well. Yeah. It has, uh, your feed has everything. Like you said, you have damn near every single social media account that you can think of. And that's what I do too. Um, 
and I also dislike it as well that because I I feel like obligated to go in there and just like retweet yeah. retweet like retweet like and I'm just like man like I would like hire someone for it but then sometimes I get kind <laughs> I I enjoy because not only that but it it keeps me in tune so when I do get on yeah. things it's like uh, this knowledge that I try and consume because. I've had like uh, TBG, my my uh, co-owner. He's like, "Can we just give someone this? Because sometimes you get too busy, you like forget." I'm like, "No, this is mine. This is my baby." And, yeah. So, uh, yeah, links in the description. If you uh, go check out, out the products, um, especially headset, I've been looking for one of those, so I'll probably be looking into that as well. Um, I've been looking for one, and just uh, I'll have to tell you an idea. Not on here. I'm gonna give it to you. Um, about something that I would like to attach for, especially for standalone people. But other than that, um, my uh, just talk about a little bit about uh, uh, this podcast really quick, and then we'll end it. And uh, so, Olin VR, if you haven't, that's our uh, main sponsor. They do uh, gun stocks. Um, if you use uh, Havoc at checkout, you get uh, gun stock for fifteen percent off, and you get a little Havoc chain. And then coming soon will be uh, more other fun stuff with Havoc. Um, eventually you're going to see my beautiful face on. I just sent, I just got my gun in. I sent him some headshots and I go, look at that. Um, but other than that, uh, next week I have, like I said in this podcast, I have live on, uh, they do, uh, a new streaming platform where it makes you more immersive. Uh, so we'll see more about that. Cause I don't even know enough about that yet. So we'll see how that goes. But Joel. Cheers. Nice Cheers, having bye. you on you. Go check out his Thank website. You. Like I said, all the links in the description. Better go check it out. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Peace out, everyone. Bye.